Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. This is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth, issues affecting the Latin community, and much more. Then every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community. Listen to Life as a Gringo on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. It's time for the Bobby Bones Post Show. Here's your host, Bobby Bones. Hello, if you're hearing this, I need help. Imagine if what? that's like, can you imagine <laughs> if I came on and was just like, and like Help you guys me. were holding me hostage and I was like, guys, you gotta, that's crazy. That'd be creepy. What a show. What a, like, that's a show. Like a scripted show where the Hello. guy, Hello, guys, I, I need help. It's like the broadcaster. Maybe it has been 10 shows. I don't know. Mm. Like a podcast? Oh, a podcast. I mean, a podcast would be crazy too, but yeah. it's also a treasure map that, that, that's like, I need help, but it's a game. I'm, I'm here and you give clues. And then slowly, each episode, you get more clues, and then somewhere you have something hidden. I don't know. That feels like one of those. What's the show you like, Black Mirror? That feels like one of those where it's like at the end, it's a twist. It's like, you win the game show. Man, that, I don't want to say anything about that because I, I don't want to lead people a direction. Mm-hmm. That's a spoilish type thing. I love that show. It makes me feel so bad about myself. Black Mirror. Bad about yourself. You ever watch Black Mirror? Yeah. Yeah, it's a terrible show. Awesome. Humanity sucks. Oh yeah, that's what you yeah. mean, like feeling bad, bad about human. yourself. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's just like, well, I was like, but, it's like I do. Like I, I'm on Instagram, like, oh, ooh, let me like that. Let me like, that. and you're like, oh, why do I even care? Yeah. And then Black Mirror tells me why I'm gonna care in a few years when the world. Oof. I know I don't. Oh, the future. Oh, I love it, but I hate it. <laughs> I think that's and it's been every generation. By the way, we're not new to this. Mm-hmm. We're not new to thinking our times are the worst times and the best times. Right. We're not new to going, man. It's never been like this before. I used to think that. With the division politically, I was like, I've never seen this before. And I haven't seen this. And it's never been exactly the same. But I would talk to some older folks and been like, hey, have you ever seen it so divisive? And they would go, not in a long time, but you're talking about 68, 69, 70, um, Vietnam, uh, mm-hmm. pro, you know, that. So it, it only happens like every 40 or 50 years. And when it happens, it's real bad. And you kind of need someone that you don't expect to to have a different view and approach that kind of heals it a bit, a bit, meaning somebody's going to come out of somewhere at some point, who knows when it's going to be, and go, hey, I have this message. It's not going to be like this Jesus and, or, or, or Moses and the scroll, but it's, you know, it's going to be, hey, I have a message. This is what I think about America and this is what sucks and what doesn't suck. And people are going to go, dang, I like this person. It's always someone who kind of transcends the fight, the, the, the anger, and then you know, gets a few from both sides and maybe creates his own, I don't know, or, or her own side. But it will be a person, really, that comes and kind of heals this eventually. Because it always is. There's always somebody that... Uh, I was watching the George Carlin documentary, who was my favorite comedian my whole life. 
growing up. He died. I finally got tickets to a show when he was coming to town. He died like the week before. Lunchbox, remember that? Yeah, that was really sad. Bobby was so excited, I, so pumped. Forever. And, uh, Such a, I was just a massive George Carlin fan. And he died the week before. But he's old. You know, he was had heart problems. And But the documentary, it's two parts on HBO. It's an hour and 45 minutes each episode. And if you don't like George Carlin, it's not for you. It was kind of done as a appreciation project. But, man, what a what a special in his history of being a suit-and-tie, clean kind of comic to be in counterculture. And when he went and took on counterculture, and he has this thing he talks about, he goes, you know what? I love individuals. I don't care who they are. I love individuals. I hate groups of people. Mm. Because when you start to be in a group, you start to all have to act a certain way based on what the group thought is, and you're not a good individual anymore inside the group. That's what happens now with politics. I love people. But, man, people are so mean when they start representing a group. Mean, hateful. And I was just watching some of his special last night. And he was so ahead of his time. You know, he was talking about, you know, we have all these, uh, these, um, crisis isn't the word, but it's like the war on drugs, the war on, and he started going through all these things. And he's like, you know what we don't have the war on? Homelessness. Because there ain't no money there for people. He's like, Nobody wants to fix it because they can't make money off of it. He said, you never hear the war on homelessness. You hear the war on and, and you're just like, God, it's 20, 20 years ago. You're talking about stuff that's still today. Mm. So really good. I don't recommend it. I don't think you would like it, Amy. But and Why? Because you're not a George Carlin fan, and it's a lot of history of his life. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And, I got all offended. Yeah. I'm like, wait. You what? don't know me. <laughs> what if I would like You don't like know what it? I would like. It's, it's almost four hours long. And... Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. 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 I don't need to get up that. Yeah. Stay on your side. Yeah. I was just asking. I'm telling you, I wouldn't recommend it to you. I don't think you would like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so far, I like what you're saying, though. But that's the last 25 minutes of uh, it. Okay. Uh, Caitlin watched it with me. Mm-hmm. And I think at first, she was just throwing me a bone, because sometimes we'll throw each other bones to watch, us, watch some. The thing is, when we do that, We'll commit and go like, all right, I'll watch your thing. And you, then you watch their thing that they bring up. A lot of times we agree on it. Occasionally, I'll have something or show off something. And I'll go like, all right, I'll watch your stupid thing. Or she'll be like, she'll be like yeah, I'll watch your thing. Now, she'll watch my things, and she not always love them. Because I pick out things, and I'm like, oh, you'll love it. And then she doesn't. Like, she fakes it. But she picks out things, and for some reason, they're all good. She's never picked out a thing where I've been like, oh, i got to watch another one. What sucks is when she picks out a thing and I'm so anti it prior that I have to act like I'm so anti it like three episodes in, even though I really just want to get to the fourth episode. <laughs> stay with it. Yeah, I'm just like, man, I, I don't, wait, are we still watching this? And she's like, we don't have – no, 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 we, we will. I committed for you. And that's happened with a lot of shows where she's like, let's watch – what was the show – with Kate Winslet. Mary of Easttown. Yeah, she's like, well, oh, let's, yeah. let's watch Mary of Easttown. Oh, yeah. I'm like, why are you picking that? She's like, I don't know. I saw a couple places it was good. And I was like, look at the cover image. It's like stupid. It looks like dark, and I don't want to watch that. She's like, just watch a few, a couple episodes. And if we don't like it, we'll, we'll switch it up. I'm like, ah, oh, fine, turn it on. About halfway through the first episode, I'm like, God dang it, I like it. Like, now what do I do? <laughs> like, I'm confused on how to react now. Because I don't want to react and just go, dang, you were right and I was wrong. This is a good show. So um, it's the first episode finishes. He was like, oh, what do you think about that? I mean, it's fine. I mean, I'll watch the second one right now, right now. I'll watch it right now. I'll do it, hit, hit play. I'll watch it right now. And so we'll watch it. And I'm like, I'll watch it now because I don't have a lot of time, so let's watch it right now. And then she'll hit play. And then uh, I won't even be on my phone. And she's like, you must like it on your phone at all. I must like it. I'm just giving you the respect you deserve, baby. <laughs> and you love but it. But I love it. <laughs> uh, so that's kind of how we pick our TV shows. But, yeah, we finished that. Started walk- watching the Ricky Gervais Comedy special. Um, I'm just a big fan. I also wouldn't recommend that to you, Amy. <laughs> okay. You watch it, Mike? I haven't yet, no. No? Um, it's good. It's I mean, it's it's him. So he definitely, you definitely have to have a taste for his comedy. But he's the guy who created The Office. And you ever see Idiot Abroad? Yes. What is, I mean, when it comes to LOL, Idiot Abroad may be that show. That you forget about, but you laugh out loud the most while watching it. What is that? Like a scripted show? Mm-mm. Him and his his writing partner. They is very very famous in the UK. It's it's pretty famous here, right? Yeah. They have a friend. He's kind of a dumb dumb, and they send him to all these places in the world, and he reports back to them, and they send him to to like India, 
And he's like going to see all the crazy. When he goes to the Great Wall of China, and he's like, "This sucks." <laughs> he's on a bus for hours. He's like, "This is the worst." Why he gets sick? I mean, it's so funny. Um, but you know that, that um, extras. But I'm a big Ricky Gervais fan. But I watched that. Can't wait for the new Adam Sandler movie. Mike has watched it already. It's called Hustle. Yeah. Comes on Netflix next week. Next week, yeah. It's in select theaters this weekend. I um, think you guys are really gonna like it. He plays a sports agent that right that turns into a assistant coach or assistant he, coach sports agent. He's trying to be an assistant coach, but he's been a sports agent for a really long time. All right, no, maybe not an agent, a scout. A scout, yeah, yeah a scout. scout. Um, I haven't seen it yet, but true story. No, no. Oh, okay. But I spent. What, 10, 15 minutes with Adam Sandler last night interviewing him? Amazing. So I hadn't seen the movie, so I act like I'd seen it, but I only asked a couple questions like that from Mike's <laughs> eyes. But he was, he, was, he was awesome. Man, you're lucky he didn't ask you questions. You, what did you think about this part? The Sandman wants to know what you thought about it. Did you like it or not? The Sandman wants to know what you thought was the funniest part. <laughs> Is that like a, was that a, a bucket list moment? Like, have you ever interviewed him? It's, it's Zoom, so no. Okay. It's awesome. But nothing over Zoom counts. Even if I got to talk to David Letterman really? on Zoom, I'd be like, that's neat. But not the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also, I don't really like to talk to people I really admire because I'm often let down. But I've done it so many times, been let down so much, that I don't even care about that as much because I'm like, yeah, of course. He just, he's a human. You can love the art. You don't yeah. have to love the person. But really cool. It's really cool. And <laughs> Because we came in, it was, they were like, hey, you want to talk to Adam Sandler? I was like, yeah, sure, what time? 9.30, 10, when we finished the show, 11. They were like, no, 6 p.m. I was like, oh, man, I don't even know if I'll be home. I don't know what I'll... And so we figured it out, and he's, zoom, popped up on Zoom. And he's like, it's a damn man. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. And so uh, Mike was over at the house last night, like 6.30, yeah. 6.30 or so. And we talked, and you know, we did a little bit about the movie because that movie's coming out, but talked a lot about basketball, and you know, he was like uh, – Sometimes you'll see a clip pop up on Instagram of Adam Sandler playing basketball. Someone will shoot, you know, give him a pickup game on their phone. And I'm like, all I see are highlights. Like, you ever make bad plays? They never put those up. And he's like, you know, he said, uh, <laughs> they, for some reason, they only put up the good plays. He goes, but sometimes I'll be like, that's a really good play. I hope someone posts that one. He goes, and those never make it. So it's, it's really cool. His last special, though, reminded me of this. The Adam Sandler one. One of the best I've ever seen. Yeah. 100% fresh. Yeah. It may be because, I mean, Adam Sandler is a massive influence on me as far as the Raging Idiots go. I mean, he was the guy, Adam Sandler, and uh, the day the squirrel went berserk. Oh, uh, Ray Stevens. Ray Stevens. I mean, those two were the guys I was like, man, this music is so funny. and so different, too, because Adam Sandler would be dirty, and Ray Stevens was like, you know, Christian. Yeah. But I take it all. Loved it. So, yeah, really cool. It'll be on next week. Probably Wednesday show. Mm-hmm. We're just timing it out for when the movie comes out. But he was sitting in a chair and just hanging out. And usually when it's a big star, they tell you how many minutes you have left. You know, if it's a massive star. Because I've got all these interviews. And Mike's like, I'll give you time. If they come pop up and they're like, hey, you got five minutes left, I'll let you know. And, I, and we've been talking for a long time. I looked at Mike. Mike's like, I don't know. Keep going. And so I'm just talking, talking. I look at Mike. He's like, I don't, I don't know. And so we finish. And I know that I was talking to him about Anthony Edwards' place for uh, Golden State, yeah, I was like, man, he's like a football player. And he's like, you know, I'm with all the because Dirk's in the movie, and there's all these guys. He goes, he's not the tallest, but yeah, he's like, he's really, you know, built. And then we finish, and I turn it off, and I was like, hey, they never told me a time. So like, maybe, hopefully, the same man was having fun too. <laughs> <laughs> Let this go. Let's, yeah. <laughs> let's keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be next week, and we'll we'll put the whole thing here on the podcast. Obviously, if you listen to this, you get all the stuff. Um, on the radio show, we trim out a few things that wouldn't be wouldn't be as good for the mass population that doesn't care about sports a bit. So, we, but for that was what we'll do. What sport is the movie about? Is it basketball? basketball? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I saw the guy from Nike tried to buy the Trailblazers for two billion bucks. Phil Knight. Yeah. They said no, and they declined. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Wow. They, they rejected that. That'd have been cool, but I mean, can you imagine? Nobody can have a shoe deal with anybody else. It's all Nike. It's <laughs> all Nike. Everything. Yeah, all. Because I mean, he's up in Seattle-ish, right? That's. I mean, or, no, he's in Oregon. Yeah. Yeah, no. I think they're Oregon. Yeah, Oregon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So uh, that area, that Northwest area, that'd have been perfect. Mm-hmm. Two billion dollars. They said no. So, all right. Well, let's see what else we have here. That uh, I got a whole list of things that we weren't able to do it yesterday. We had a long. A long session with 
Gavin DeGraw that'll be on in a bit. We're doing a, a we, we taped a Bobbycast yesterday with Gavin DeGraw that was an hour long, over an hour. And I'm telling you, it's very emotional, wasn't it? Very. It was. Most, no, right. you weren't there, Eddie. Oh, I'm The Bobbycast. Oh, the what he did on. More elevated. Okay. Yeah, you're crazy in a good way. Uh, so, and it was one of those things where he was getting emotional in a really beautiful way that I didn't save him a couple times. Sometimes somebody gets emotional and they're like starting to cry. I'll be like, Hey, so, you know, I understand that. And I'll, I'll start talking to fill a little space to let them regain composure. But why he was getting emotional, I felt was so wonderful. I had to do the very uncomfortable thing of sit back and let there be silence and let him grab his water and get a drink and take a deep breath. A couple times I, I hopped in and saved him, but there were times where I was just like, I got to do the uncomfortable thing because I want him to make sure he's feeling his answer and what he says in the most appropriate way. So that Bobby cast, probably next Friday. Yeah. Uh, and then he'll be on the show after that. But we did it over an hour. It was amazing. Uh, El King is on today. We have another great Bobby cast today. We've really been having some good stuff. Shout out to Mike for that. But... L. King is on. We have a couple clips of her. So L. King, if I could describe her to you, she's very no-nonsense. In person, when you talk with her, she's actually softer than you would think because she has a lot of tattoos and you just think somebody with tattoos stab you, just generally. Not even her, but anybody. If I see one tattoo, stab. <laughs> I see Amy. She's got a couple tattoos. Well, stab. It would be a small blade. Stab. <laughs> but L. Has a bunch of songs. For example, play me different for girls. It's different for girls when their hearts get broke. They can't take the Yeah, she has drunk and I don't want to go home with Miranda Lambert. She has, I don't know if we have X's and O's that we can play. Do we have X's and O's, guys? There's it. There it is. Yeah. Oh. So, you have America's Sweetheart? I like that one. Except that, and they play that on the softball all the time. Really? Yeah. This is a jam, dude. The softball World Series happening right now. Oh, yeah, they play this. This one there? Yeah. So, beat the drum with me. I'm not so her story's very interesting because she's in country now, which is always weird for me. I don't always, I don't always love that. But for her, it makes total sense because she wasn't really anything as far as that. She's a banjo player. So natural instrument, and she did like sort of alternative st- alternative stuff. It got so big at alternative, they put it over at pop. And she's from Southern Ohio, but she also was in uh, Los Angeles a lot because her dad is Rob Schneider. You can do it. Yes. <laughs> Who's speaking? Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah. They did a lot together. Uh, they were estranged for a long time. They have a good relationship now. But we talk about all of that. It's such a good interview. She talks about why she goes by L King and not L Schneider didn't want to use my dad's name when I kind of started to get successful we didn't we hadn't been talking uh, my legal name is Tanner L Schneider I started using my mother's last name as a teenager and I mean probably because I was angry at, and it's cooler but also like that was my family and I worked very 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 hard to get signed to get any tour to play any show ever and I never wanted anyone to say you got it because your dad and he knows this now you know and because he wasn't he was, He didn't do anything. I worked my ass off, and I didn't want to be right. connected to that. She talked about how she was nervous because she wrote Drunk and I Don't Want to Go Home years ago, but she, did, she didn't like the verses. And she's like, because, you know, She was like, the hook is so good, and we kept that, but we rewrote it, and then she was like, man, I got to have to text Miranda and ask her to be on the song, and this is her talking about that. I was like shaking. And I said to her, it's true. I said, you're the only person I'm asking. If if you say no, it's not going to be a duet. If you would at all be interested in doing this, let me know. She didn't text me back for a whole day. And the next day she texted me back and she said that it was really catchy. And she heard her husband singing it in the shower. And so she said yes. And I knew it was a big chorus, but we were going to go to pop and alternative with it. I didn't, n- neither of us, we still laughed because we were like, we did not think that it was going to do what it did. So listen to that today. It may be up now. It may be up in 30 minutes or so. I don't know. But search for the Bobby cast. And here's what I like about her. And I am sensitive to people that come from other places and go, I'm now a country. Very sensitive to it. Actually, 
A lot of times I don't like it because I don't feel it's genuine. But what happens when people do that, they try to fake like they are. Like, man, I always have been. Like, no, not really. Like, well, I had a cousin once that went to Nebraska, so it makes me country. <laughs> they try to do that thing. That happens a lot where they all of a sudden, she doesn't do that. She's like, this is who I am, F it. You know, like it, great. You do like it, great. That to me shows she's not trying to squeeze her way in anywhere. She's trying to be somewhere that she's appreciated. And that's why I like it. That's why I like her. And that's why I think she translates well. But she's like, you know what? I lived in Southern Ohio. Then I lived in New York. I lived in LA. So I'm not trying to be something I ain't. But that being said, I think that she's really cool. And it was very straightforward. There were times it was a little uncomfortable because we're just kind of not going at each other, but it's like asking questions that maybe we don't know if the answer's we're going to like it. And she pushed on me a little bit. It's great. It's great. I love I love that. So that was a good one, right, Mikey? Very good one. Ooh, very good Ooh, one. We got, a very, got the very. We got two really strong ones in yeah. a row. What was last week? It was uh, Allie Colleen. That's a great one, too. Oh, Garth's yeah. daughter. Yeah, that's good. So you got Allie Colleen, L. King, yeah. and then Gavin DeGraw. That's a good one. But they're an hour long. The difference is people will go like, what's the difference? Why don't you just put them on the show? Well, uh, L. and Dirks will be performing on Monday's show. Yep. But I can't sit with them for an hour, and I can't get this the intimate feel of I could. She sits where Amy sits in the studio. I could reach over and touch her, and there's a lot of there's a pressure for both of us having to sit one on one, look each other in the eyes this close, and having to just answer questions, both of us, and that intimate feel. Nobody does interviews like that. That's an hour long. Sometimes I wish I didn't, but I've already kind of set. This is what happens here, and I don't really have like a lot of questions. You know, Mike does really good research on making sure I don't not know stuff. But I, I'll just start and go, whatever's on my mind. Man, my hat, the bill's a little too flat. Do you ever wear stuff where you feel like you look dumb, like you're too young? And that just ta- and then away we go, and I'll just follow that trail until it's They're probably like, all right, this is interesting. <laughs> Could talk about the bill of the hat. With Gavin, we start talking about because he owns a bar in Broadway, on Broadway. Really? Didn't but it has for like 13 years. Yeah. I didn't know it was wow, that long. Wow, really? And I was like, I don't know what it's called. Uh, National, National Underground. Yeah. Oh, oh, Ray. Ray's like, I was <laughs> there last there. night. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was like, hey, this bar thing that you have, you own a bar. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I said, is it like me with the gyms I own where I ain't really involved? I don't know anything about running a gym. Like I go and check in. And maybe we'll help out macro creative. Even then, I haven't in a long time. Or like, are you involved? He's like, I don't know anything about bars. He's like, we've just been in. So that started it. And then was, he was like, can we had a bar in New York for a little bit? And. It's, okay, New York. Well, where'd we go there? We grew up 90 miles away in a prison town. His dad was a prison guard. I mean, it just happens to go in good directions. That's cool. If you listen. You know, that's always the thing. People are like, how do you, what's the key to being a good interview? Do you have all your questions written out? Be super prepared. That is, a, that is a, that's important. But the best thing you can do when interviewing somebody is actually have the confidence to listen to what they are saying. Because you have to have confidence that you can hear what they're saying and go to another place. Based off of what they're saying, you need to get to places for sure. Your little dots that they came in is always a promotional thing. But if you have the confidence to listen to someone, then that will be the best interview because you're not pre planned. If someone's in a bad mood or tired, you got your dots. You follow the freaking dots. That happens. That happens to me. I'm, an, I'm exhausted. I'm, somebody's interviewing me, and I'm like, oh man, I just don't have I can't think quick. And I like to just walk down the dots. But if I'm feeling good and I love if somebody will listen and then take that to the next spot. So, all right, there's that. Check out the L King one. It's up today. Summer Fridays are the key to happy people. If your job does summer Fridays, which we do, we're going to leave here early today. Summer Fridays. Wait, what does that mean? Yeah. What do you think it means? I think, I guess it means you get off on Fridays during the summer. Well, a new survey reveals the key to being happier at work is summer Fridays. 80% of the 2,000 people polled say they're happier on the clock when they have a short day on Friday. Okay. Short or day. Short day. Yeah. Well, like that's... That. What do you think we get four-day work week? Some jobs do that. We can't. <laughs> uh, sometimes we can, but, you know, like today, we'll be here for 20 more minutes and be out of here. You know, it'll be a really early day. That's summer Friday. Hey. Summer Friday. The key to your happiness. Can we do that yearly Friday? <laughs> yeah. No, winter, we don't do it. Winter, we're here till Ball. 6 p.m. It's misery Spring. winter. <laughs> You just uh, pick a different day of the week. That's from the New York Post. A man in Cleveland was accused of stealing about $500 worth of hoverboards on Sunday from a Target location. And on the way out, he pepper sprayed two loss prevention officers. Oh. <laughs> but a hoverboard, walk me through what that is. 
that's not Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future. It's oh, not. It's not yeah. that. It's it's kind of deceiving because it's not, it doesn't hover at all. It's still on two wheels, but you stand on it and it just kind of senses your. Oh, your I know that thing. I see it you in the lean forward sometimes. Yeah, you lean forward, it goes forward. You lean back, it goes back. That's an ACL waiting to be torn. That's how I see it in my head. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's the ACL ride. You yeah. ride that and you tear your ACL. Right. Uh, I don't get on it. If he, you had kids have one. Yes. Remember, Kane Brown gave Stevenson one. Oh yeah, for his birthday, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, and Stevenson still rides it all the time. What I don't understand, though, maybe you guys can help me here. A man is accused of stealing about five hundred bucks worth of hoverboards. I would think that would be one or two hoverboards. Yeah, maybe two or three, right? Oh, they they're about a, or maybe they're about a hundred each. Uh, I think they're I more think than that. More than that. I think they're more than that. I don't know, but I would think they'd be more than that. Yeah. That's from Cleveland Nineteen News. I mean, the, the headline is he sprayed the guy in the face. About a hundred bucks. Wow. So he's running out with five of those. Inflation ain't hitting the hoverboards, no. is it? <laughs> no. I but mean, he, it's pretty affordable. But the fact that he had pepper spray ready to pop anybody who was coming at him, that's wild. Yeah. Dude, I saw a story last night, uh, I think here in Nashville, of like this guy robbing a liquor store, and he took the gun out of the security guy's belt and shot him with it. Mm. Like he... What do you mean ra- he took it? He, like yeah. when the guy wasn't looking or after he robbed? They were wrestling. Security oh, guard. Wow. Security guard was trying to stop him. They were wrestling. He grabbed his own gun and shot security guard. Like, That's- security guard die. He did. Mm. Ah, dang. And he's working security at a liquor store. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder because if he started robbing, I'm just. I guess I'm wondering how it went down. Because if he goes in and robs, does he attack the security guy before he robs? Man, I was. It's kind of like right after the basketball game, and it was on. And I was kind of overhearing it, but it's. It sounds like there was. An altercation inside the liquor store. He was trying to get him out of the liquor store. And once they got in the street, that's when they wrestled. And so got maybe his... he robbed security guy, grabbed him, and then it happened. Out yeah. There. Dang, that stinks. Seventeen-year-old mm-hmm. uh, creates a fake COVID test center, and they get six million dollars in state payouts. How old? Seventeen. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. My gosh. He's been found guilty of creating a fake COVID screening center and pocketing. Six million bucks in state payouts for tests that were never performed because it wasn't a real place. Six million dollars. At the height of coronavirus, the demand for tests was so great, they were just, the government was reimbursing. So healthcare providers benefited greatly, but this kid figured out all he had to do was create a COVID test center on paper and then invoice thousands of tests every day. The young man who was 17 years old came up with the idea in 2020, pocketed six million bucks, did no work. It's from Oddity Central. I mean, I that sucks. That's a smart kid, though. Real smart yeah, very. kid. So, what do you do as a judge? Like, he's obviously got skill, talent. He did it. He did something I'm gonna wrong. I'm going to be the judge. Uh, hello, seventeen-year-old. Uh, you've you've done this where you have stolen six million dollars from the government. Mm. Did you go to school at that time? Did you get good grades? Did you? Yeah, you're a smart kid, huh? I guess you have to be smart to be able to do this. Now, this is very much against the law, but I don't think that I'm going to waste your whole life because of this. Uh, you're going to pay the money back first of all. And you're going to pay the money back with interest. So it's going to be about $7.1 million. It's <laughs> crazy. Oh, how much do you have in your account? Oh, four, you have four and a half. So if you spend a little bit of that, what'd you get there? Oh, wow. I got that kind of car. Okay. Uh, you're going to have to, you, you, hey, use your smart brain. You get to figure out how to pay us back. Mm. But I'm not going to put you in jail. I will put you in jail if your payment plan, if you don't hit your payment plan. Oh, wow. So just okay. know that you're going to go to jail. But, you know, I think you can turn this into a bright future. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a couple of our, um, Smartest FBI mentors with you. And we're going to actually work to get you to a place where you can help us with your skills. Oh. If you back out of the program, you're going to jail. So for the next three years, you're going to be in this program. You're going to learn. You're going to go to school. You're going to go to college. And you can check out at the end, but you're going to pay back, and you're going to learn, and we're going to see what we can learn from this. That's right. I mean, this kid, that's a great thing. That kid would love that. Except he's down Maybe. a million bucks extra. Well, sure, he's got to give money back. He'll have to do some community service too. I'd make there'd be some sort of physical punishment, but mm-hmm. I don't think I'd put him in jail if he's not been trouble and he was if he's a good kid. Otherwise, yeah. Dang, it's a lot of money. Uh, here is a dad of the year or bad dad story. Is it wrong to try to catch a home run ball while holding your baby? Now that's the question. When I asked that, just. Straight up, Eddie, you're holding your youngest, and yeah. a home run ball comes. What do you do? I've thought about it. I've got to catch the ball. Absolutely. Like, you reach out hard to catch the ball. Yeah, you reach out. Not hard. if it's coming right at you. Like you got to really, like, not jump, but you got to like lean hard. I think as dads, you know how moms have like mom instincts of certain things. I think the dad instinct is like, I'm at a baseball game. I'm gonna catch the home run. Yeah. And I'm going to protect my baby at the same time. That, that sounds secondary. When you did that, <laughs> that was the second thought. The priority is catch the baseball. The guy probably shouldn't have attempted to catch the home run ball, but it worked out. 
A fan at a major league game leaned over some railing with his baby in his oh. arm to try to catch a, a ball. He avoided disaster, made the grab, yes, wow. and kept everyone safe. It's the leaning over the railing part. The yeah, so it's a little dangerous. Me. It's very Michael Jackson blanket. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, like, remember we hung that baby the over window? there? No, you know, the ledge. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's out of a window, yeah. right? I thought he walked out over a ledge. I thought it was like a ledge. I feel like it was yeah, a, a ledge. ledge. Oh, yeah. Whatever. It, it still was dangerous. And yeah, I wouldn't, <laughs> I would be so mad at my, I mean, he got lucky. Like if he would have dropped the baby or something, like fallen over, it would have been horrible. What was Michael Jackson doing there? Like, did that ever come out? What I was, don't know. What was he doing? What do you mean doing? Well, just, why was he doing that? I think there was a lot of press out there. Waving at fans. Yeah, like fans, press, anywhere he was. He was staying there in another country, like probably doing music or something. And he gets like waves, and he has he has the baby with him, and like it's like a joke. Ah. <laughs> no, not a good joke. Ah. Wow. <laughs> so, all right, I have stuff I must talk about before we leave the post show, and other stuff I may get to. Uh, up first, lunchbox. I'll start with you. Um, you are now playing in the softball game somewhat, right? No, not that I know of. Well, you are. Ooh. Thanks to you. This is how he's finding out. He's gonna, okay, wow. I, I didn't know if I told you. You're going to get a glove and a jersey, Ooh. and you're going to do everything, and you are going to play, um, and you're also going to do some announcing as well, but you're playing the game. I had I did a half Kool-Aid man, not a full Kool-Aid man, but I did a half Kool-Aid man. So you will be that, – that's what you want. You're going to play a little bit, right? Well – Oh, God. Oh, are you telling me? <sighs> I had to make like three calls. Go ahead. Well, he, no, here's the thing. Now I feel like it's a sympathy play. Like, okay. it's like, oh, you know what I mean? Okay. Well, no one's going to know the difference except people so that listen like, to this podcast. Right. Well, I mean, everybody in the stands is going to be the people that listen to our show. And yeah. so I'm like, man, I don't want the sympathy. <laughs> it's like the sympathy invite. It's like, it's oh, not you know because what? they told you you were playing. You agreed to do it to play. It's not sympathy. They're just actually doing what they said they were going to do to begin with. Uh, yeah. Now I'm torn. Now do I? Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, it's there if you want it. Take it. I had to call a few different people and be yeah. like, hey. It well, hey, I do, I do appreciate you have Kool-Aid, man, but I didn't say I wanted to cash it. I wanted to save it maybe for something bigger. That's true. There's no, but, no, no, that's not true. There's no, there's not a coupon. Oh, well, he, he didn't turn did it any say time. the other day. It I expires think. in 10 seconds. Nine, <laughs> eight, seven. Take it. Six. Lunch, take it. Five, four. You already used it, Eddie. There's nothing to, two, there's nothing to say. One, and now it's now expired. He doesn't right. have another one. All right, there you go. Uh, so there's that one. Hey, Morgan. Uh, let me address this. So our videos on Instagram now are shorter. We don't see yes. the whole bit. Why? Because I, I see people commenting. And I was watching a bit the other day, and it was like, oh, if you like this, go watch the rest of it. And I was like, what the crap? <laughs> you were upset. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to go to YouTube. I want to watch it. That's why I follow the page. What's? Can you tell me why this has happened? Yeah, because so we were doing the longer videos, but because the Instagram algorithm doesn't favor those anymore, they just weren't even making it to anybody that follows us. Like the views were so low and so, the engagement was so low that we had to switch over to making the videos now reels instead of longer videos. So, so in order to even get our content to people in the first place, we had to change over. There wasn't like an option to do a longer video now. So we can't because... When we do, they don't pop up on people's feeds. Yeah, and it doesn't even give anybody the option to engage with it because Instagram no longer wants us to create those videos. Okay. They don't want long videos. They just want short videos, quick clips. Oh. And that's why, like, the best of both worlds was putting it on YouTube, the full video, somewhere at least people can still go watch it. And then Instagram, we're now back in people's feeds and we're actually getting good engagement again. And it's tough, man. I had to edit down, like, you know, a easy trivia or something and put that, which is a five-minute game, into, like, one minute. Yeah, so can I make a recommendation, one that may not even be able to be done? I'm not even sure if it's a thing. So let's – because it doesn't it say, hey, go to YouTube to watch – does it just say, mm -hmm. hey, if you want to watch the rest of it, go to, the, go to YouTube, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can we make it where we put a link, like, E, and they're like, hey, you like this story? There's link a link tree. in our profile. Yeah. And then the link tree has – all, the YouTube page. You go right to the YouTube page with the, with the so videos. We do have that, but for whatever reason, Instagram hasn't allowed that option to work with Reels yet. So, like, we have the whole link in bio feature, which is why you'll see that on, like, some of the other videos that are just posted regularly. But the Reels, for whatever reason, they don't allow the link in bio option to work. But if you just put, go to the link in bio written on the back side of the video, if you want to see it all, go to the link in the bio – you go to the bio and you just put the link up can't you go to that it's you hit a link and it's like the, all the youtube videos yes but our link in bio right now goes to everything it goes to youtube it goes to bobbybones.com it goes everywhere 
So like if what I do we post it to most? Just one link. Yeah, what do we post then... most on the on that page? On which page? The, the Bobby Bone Show page. The Bobby Bone Show. Everything's up there. The YouTube videos are up there. The blogs are up there. No, no, no. The Bobby Bone Show uh, Instagram page. What, what do we post most up there? Videos. Yeah, it's all videos and then, some pictures and stuff. I think we should just send it to the full length videos. The link. The link mm-hmm. in bio. I do. Somebody weigh in here. This is a meeting we're having on the air. Okay. So, like, the E! News one, which I'm with you, that gets me all the time because I want to know. They post a little something, and I'm like, oh, I want to know mm-hmm. the rest. And then I know if I just go to the link and then click the link in bio and then go to the image that— But what she's saying, yes, we, we talked about that. But I what know. she's saying is if, if right now it's at Bobby— It goes to bobbybones.com with all the stuff. has everything. Right, but I'm saying if we're just videos, but can can't we, we just— Because then you got to go to the page and then click another link and get to the videos. Like, if we're just really— putting content for people to have, shouldn't we just link straight to the videos if that's our main thing that we're doing on that page? I just know I was frustrated by not being able to see the, the bit. And then okay. I had to go chase it down through a couple links. And then I didn't. I gave up. And I was like, I'm out. Yeah, you're not going to watch Sorry. It. What I was going to get to was that inside the article, it has the you. Can they, inside the article, have the full YouTube that's video? What, that's they what do. Said. We okay. have that. Yes. So, yeah, like, so, I have a current, uh, oh, I, I, I have an ask right now out to Instagram and, like, our digital team that we can start putting those link in bios for the reels. Because oh. otherwise, we're paying for the link in bio feature. Paying for and it. How much is I'm this? out. I quit. <laughs> paying for it. You have to pay for that? <laughs> paying for crap. Um, it's a whole program, yes. So otherwise, then we're paying for something we're not using oh. if we change that. So we can. That can absolutely happen. But right now, it is a program we're paying for, and it works for everything else. It's just the program has not switched over to utilizing Reels because I guess it's my happening so fast. Right. My dream world is to we watch a video. Cause all I watch on that page is all videos. I want to see the rest of it. I just go to the link. It's gonna be just to the videos. Mm-hmm. That's all. Just okay. a, just a link to the videos. If that can happen, can you link in the descriptions? No. You can, but it doesn't hyperlink. Yeah, it just, doesn't. Like then you have to you copy, copy and paste. 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 That's mm-hmm. so stupid, huh? It's so I'm dumb. sure there's a reason, wh- and yeah. we have no idea why we're, we're like that sucks, but there's a real reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that's the situation there. Hey, Ray, do you have? I want to. I just texted Christian Bush and was like, hey, are you able to talk? Ray, if I send you his number, can you get him on real quick? Gang, gang. Okay. I'm not sure what that means, what, but what I will g- send him. What do you say? Gang, so I, gang. I texted to you, Ray. Just give him a call. He said, gang, gang, Eddie. What does that mean? Like, good to go. Calling from a, a number. It may. Block number. It may say unknown or blocked. Um. I saw my kid's book for the first time. The actual hard copy? Well, sort of. An old program director from Austin now works, I believe, in Greensboro named J.T. Bosch. And he texted me and his kid had the book, my book. And she was like, she loves it. I love this book. It's, it's awesome. It's so cool. And I was like, I should have been like, thank you. But I was like, how the F did you get that book? I've not seen it yet. So how? And he's like, well, we had like 20 of them sent to us. What? Oh. And I said, wait, What? He said, "Yeah, I said uh, some stations. A lot of stations had books." I said, "What? I haven't even seen. I've I spent two years on this thing and I haven't even seen it. So apparently, they sent it to everybody but me. Wow! I haven't even seen my own book. I've been through and made sure all the pages were colored right. They sent them individually. I've done the cover. And this book has not taken the most work, but it's taken the most time because concept. Got it. Write it. They go." Mm. Shave two years off of it. All right. Well, instead of bumpy ride, it's going to be wobbly bobbly ride. You know, that thing. So I spent oh, a lot wow. of time doing that. And then I don't draw. And rarely do kids, book writers draw their thing. So I went through a bunch of um, illustrators. illustrators, you know, the shape of Stanley, the because did all that. And his dog, his dog collar, his friends. I did the voices. I did the. So it's like taking two years for it to be done. And then I don't get it. What the crap? So then I hit up. Somebody. I was like, hey, why did I not get the book? And they're like, oh, you wanted it? What do you mean do I wanted it? <laughs> uh, it's out in like two weeks, huh? Yeah, 14th. Did they send it Less to our station? Weeks. I don't. Oh, I, swear to, I swear to God if Ray or Scuba in there reading it every day and I've not seen it. <laughs> we got Christian. Uh, you have Christian on the phone? Yeah. All right. Christian Bush is on with us. Christian, can you hear me, buddy? Yes, I can. How you doing, man? Where are you? I'm actually in Nashville right now. I just got here last night. And what are you doing here in town? You working? You writing? Or just living or what? Well, you know, it's it's coming up on the uh, great mecca of all country music fans. So mm, CMA I'm Fest. here to uh, host for the BBC. Actually, doing yeah. your job. Yeah, Christian, are you doing the? Um, he's done it for years. 
like he does part of CMA Fest, but before BBC. And is that you go and interview artists and like send it over and, then, and you do a special over there or what? Oh, yeah. And it's a special airs later in the year, right when they run up to the CMAs. But it's kind of fun because, you know, not a lot of people in Europe for the last 10 years, they've just been discovering people, you know, like I remember entering uh, interviewing like Jason Aldean and they were like, we don't know who you are. I was like, really? Yeah, it's pretty so cool. I had to explain it. So I help artists try to show themselves off. And Christian is on. Uh, I, I texted him because he has two songs that came out today. And I listened to them, and I was like, dang, I like the T-shirt one. It's called uh, When, when this, shirt. this Shirt Was New. And we played it on the air. Just ran, We were just talking about it. And it's so good. Can, Mike, can you play a little bit of that for people that, if you can just fast forward to the chorus a little bit. Now, Christian, you got to listen to your own song for a second, so stand by. <laughs> <laughs> That's a jam, man. That's awesome. So glad you put that one. That's like a perfect, upbeat summer song, make you feel good. So did you write that one? Because I haven't looked at any notes about this song. Oh, yeah. I wrote it. I wrote it with Connie Harrington. We were, you know, thinking about all those T-shirts that, you know, all the people that you love end up stealing from you. <laughs> True. And then sort of, you know, you got to go negotiate them back. Except in our house. You know, a lot of Caitlin and my shirts, uh, a lot of Arkansas Razorback shirts, and she's like, I'm never wearing that. And she has Oklahoma shirts, and I'm like, I'm never wearing that. So <laughs> that isn't as much of a problem, but I definitely understand that. And you put it out, and we played it today. A lot of people are, you know, messaging up, hey, what was that song? So are you playing shows as well? Like, why'd you put out the new music right now? Well, I, you know, I turned 52 this year, and I thought, well, that's a kind of weird thing to be because I never thought I would be that old. Um, so I decided I would put out 52 songs on my 52nd birthday. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Which was in March. And uh, so the record company asked me to cut it into four different releases, and this is the second release, and it came out literally today, the first two songs. 50, I don't understand, though. 52, I understand the math of divided by four. So is this going to be a bigger project that comes out, and this is just two from that bigger project of the quarter of the 52? Yeah, so it's a layered album, and by next March, you will have had 52 songs. Um, the whole album comes out on the 24th, I believe, of June. So, And she called it a box set. It's called a box set. <laughs> it's a lot of songs. Yeah, just be like, hey, it's a box set. It's a, 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 what, do you, a, a, a what do you call it? Autology? What is it? A, oh, anthology? An anthology. anthology. <laughs> I, I would just say a lot of stuff and make it. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of Christian Bush. That's cool. Well, I love the song, um, and that's all. I know when I texted you, I was like, hey, we played your song. I hadn't talked to you. I told I Eddie, I said, I hadn't talked to Christian it. in a couple months. Yeah. Uh, what else? Anything else been happening? Well, I mean, I've been producing music. Uh, there's a new artist out named Megan Maroney. I hope everybody gets to hear her at some point. She's really good. She was our intern in Atlanta. <laughs> and uh, she eventually told us she wrote songs. I was like, oh, my gosh, these are great. So I'm trying to help her with that. someone comes in the studio, gun to my head, and says, all right, you can either play Megan Maroney's song or Christian Bush's song, <laughs> and that's it. Which one would you like me, like me to say, Christian? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We'll always play the new artist, dude. Gun to my With head. Gun to my head, Christian. I know, but still play my song because I love it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See? Uh, so you've been producing. What else you been doing? Let's see. Well, I wrote a couple of musicals, which, geez, please don't ask me to write more musicals. Those things are really heavy to live with off the ground. Um, do, do people come to you and ask you to write them, or do you have these ideas yourself? No, they come to me. I got asked to do another one a couple of weeks ago about Alabama football. I was like, no way. I'm never going to make a musical about Alabama football. Were the <laughs> two that you wrote, anything I heard of, like Cats or Wicked? Right. <laughs> Phantom of the Opera? Yeah, any of that. Did you do any of that? No, but you know, no, but the guy who wrote Wicked asked me to write a song for one of his musicals called Working. I did that a couple, like a year ago. Is that it's the, really strange? Is working just, the one you know with me, um, we write songs? Sarah, Who knows where they use them? Yeah, is that the one with Sarah Bareilles? Working waitress. That's oh, waitress. waitress. Yeah, uh, that's waitress. Dang, I haven't heard any of this, but I will. I bet. <laughs> but listen, I, I it's it's it takes a minute. Um, I love the new song. I love 
uh, when the shirt was new. We'll probably play it again at some point. I think we'll probably feature it on the National Countdown. Why don't we commit to that right now, Mike? Um, so just wanted to say hello, and I, I text first. I said, can you come on? He goes, well, I'm in the shower. I was like, good. We can't see you. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we don't have a camera in your house. Yeah. Uh, you know, I tell you what, Bobby Bones, last time that something like this happened, I was somewhere out west, and I woke up to a phone full of text messages about Trailer Hitch, and you had played it. That's a jam. Super and the jam. same thing's happening right now. So that, thank you. That's a jam. Do you guys um, have a final question? I got to ask you the uh, obligatory Sugarland question. Are you guys ever doing anything yeah. again? Oh, absolutely. We turned in a record right at the beginning of COVID. Wait, what? That. We turned in a record in March of that year, and it was ready. And we were ready to go out on tour in May, and then they just kept pushing it and pushing it. So that's where we are, just waiting for someone to tell us when we're supposed to go back out. Wait, you're saying right now, because I thought you were going to say, you know, we still talk about getting back together every now and then. Yeah, that, that was a st- Oh, no. But you're telling me you did a whole Sugarland record, and you guys are ready to take the world on again at Sugarland. You know, we make music. <laughs> what the crap? Hmm. Is this breaking it news? Fun. It was a, I decided that maybe we needed to not sing our own songs for the first time as a very big Sugar Lane experiment. And we asked the best songwriters in the town, please send us your stuff. And Jennifer and I cut five songs we didn't even know or write. And it was beautiful. I can't wait for people to hear it. Has this news already been broken? Is this old news that I just didn't know, or is it new news? And regardless of what the real answer is, just say, no, it's breaking news, and you're the only one who has it. So go ahead, Christian. Say that. Well, it's new news for you, which I think is great. No, no, you're, you missed what I said there. Say, this is breaking news, and you're the only one that has it. <laughs> this is breaking news, and you're the only one that has it. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> there it is. Breaking news. All right, Christian. Well... I love the song. Wanted to tell you that publicly in a forum where lots of people could hear it. And then when you guys are rolling at Sugarland, come on. Let's let's do it again. I'll see you guys and I'll see you soon. Absolutely, brother. All right. Thank you. You're a lovely human. It was great talking to you, and hopefully I'll see you soon. As are you, brother. All right. Bye-bye. I don't know why I say bye-bye. I never say bye-bye. 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 I felt right that I never have said bye-bye in my life, I don't think. I don't know why then I bye-bye. was taken to go bye-bye. Sounds mm-hmm. cool. I think I stuttered and went, and I just went bye the second one. <laughs> Well, that was pretty good. Is he still on the line or gone, guys? Gonzo. We should cut that up and make it um, put it on the show. Yeah, like ready. the okay, cool. There's some good stuff there, and we'll and le- even leave in the part where I go, "Hey, say no, 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 say it's breaking." Leave the whole thing in there. Where it's like, "Say it," and he, then he says it because then you know it's a joke. That's pretty good. We'll play the song again. I love that guy. I've written with him a few times, and he is just so smart that you just give up when it comes to songwriting. He's oh. You just go, he just, he's doing, he's doing, pulling out instruments. And at that point, you stop trying to help because your help only holds anything back. There's no progress from someone like me. Uh, but love him, lovely guy. Let's see, anything else I want to do? Amy's podcast. I got three things I want to do. Amy's podcast. Our friend Leslie Simon is Amy's guest. Leslie, from what I know, then you can help me. Leslie is, basically runs Garth's label. Yeah, she works for Garth and Trisha. Yeah. The two that, respective that Pearl, labels yeah. to them because Trisha has stuff too. So that's not the same label that Garth. I, I think she said there's something different. There's two umbrellas, but. I've known Leslie forever. She used to come in with uh, Carrie and Paisley. Wait, 10 oh, years yeah. ago. Yeah, she worked for Arista and mm-hmm. Sony. That's when I Cam, first met her. Mm-hmm. When she came mm-hmm. with Cam, whenever I was like, no, no, do the do the Burning House one. And they're like, really? Yeah, do that one. And then made it a, we made it a single. It was a whole thing. So I have a great relationship with Leslie. She came to my wedding. Um, she's been fighting cancer for a long time. Yeah, and it was shortly after your wedding that she the cancer came back. Mm-hmm. So she was in remission, and now she's going to be living with it for the rest of her life. And so just that perspective, it started as breast cancer and has metastasized, but I just wanted her to come on. You know, I've had Ray's wife on, and I, I feel like, you know, she... Leslie was a mentor to Ray's wife during her cancer battle, and... Come October, we all talk about breast cancer uh, awareness, but here we are kind of in June and just wanting to bring to light uh, just self-exams and advocating for yourself because she, you know, was told, oh, she kind of had to feel around for herself. She was told that she was all clear and nothing was there. And she did a self-exam in her lymph nodes and found, she's like, ah, nope, I think we need a different test because like something's up. And so that was after the breast cancer had you know, metastasize. So just advocating for yourself and doing self-exams. And I'm just so thankful for her sharing her story and her perspective on life because she just has her, knowing that she's living with stage four cancer, 
She still has such an amazing outlook. Check it out. Four Things with Amy Brown. She's a, Leslie's a lovely, lovely person. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I got a couple more things. For, uh, Lunchbox says, the storage locker on eBay is ready to go. What, Lunchbox, what's happening with our, our storage locker stuff that we bought? So, yeah, I made an eBay account that has nothing to do with us, so no one knows it's us, and they can't track it. You know, made up a different email, all that. It's ready to go, but I'm it's not It's not a Bobby Bones at gmail.com. <laughs> right. And so I just don't know anything about shoes. You're more the shoe guy, and so I need to know what our minimum price should be for our first pair of Jordans. Which, uh, can you show the, me? Can I see it? Yeah, can I can I see them on your computer? Hold Eddie? on, let me grab them. Can see them? Yeah, he's going to pull them up. But do you want to do the Jordans or do you want to do the Yeezys? Or, I mean, I can give you a... I, I thought the Jordans would be the first one just because we started out with the Jordans. Why not, do a, couple, why not do a couple or a few? I want to see how they go because then I want to try eBay for the first one. And then if they, this doesn't go that well, I was going to try to find a used shoe site. Okay. Um, sure. I think you should put up at least two pair because if they go to our page, and it's only one thing. First of all, that seems a little weird. It's only one thing listed. And then two, oh. if... They're like, oh, I don't like those, but if they have shoes, I want to see what other shoes they have. So I would think you would uh, do a couple. Okay, so I can do a pair of the Yeezys and yeah. then a pair of the Jordans. Let's do those. You have them with you? No, I got to go in the other room. I didn't know we were going to this. Hold on. Can you stall? We can get someone to get them, right? One, one. When does anybody know I'm going to anything? <laughs> no, never. Really? Never. And then two. Oh, my stomach hurts. Goldbuster. I think I'm passing a. Just a, now? A gallstone? Like, something's, oh. something's going on. Really? It's not a gas? I, don't, I mean, it could be, but not this hard. What if right now is what, like, and then I just die? I don't know, but Stop. I'm like, no, no, I was like, what? wait, what just happened? What if you it's really right? went yeah. into severe pain what if in I this just, very what, moment. What if I just die right Where, now? Where's the defibrillator, Mike D? Do we have oh. one? But yeah. like, what does it feel like? Is it passing? Mm. Do you have hemorrhoids? No. Is it hemorrhoids? Hey, there's a lot of questions. At once. <laughs> like, just just pick one. Yeah, just. just <laughs> <laughs> you asked three. I'm like overloaded. Hemorrhoid? <laughs> uh, no. I haven't had a hemorrhoid issue in years. Well, okay, I hold know if on, that Lunchbox. Was like shoot- Bobby's sometimes dying. that presents <laughs> hold, hold as a on. shooting pain. It's this is not this is not hemorrhoid. Uh, Lunchbox, let's go to you. Go ahead. I'm gonna uh, suffer alone quietly. I'm back. Okay, thank you. Can you, Eddie? You can you show? Oh me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, show me the first pair. Describe them to me, please. Uh, they are Jordans. They are white, black, and the. Okay, soul. yeah, those are like the white socks, uh, Jordans. That that that's what I know them as. They're low. They're the Chicago White Sox. What's up? What's the number on the back? Is it twenty three or forty five? On the back of what? Oh, twenty three. I see what you're okay, saying. Okay, so There's a number right, Jordan. I've never had Jordans, so I don't know. Is the Jordans? About. Yes, and show me the bottom of them. They're extremely clean. Very clean. I mean, they look very well taken care of. <laughs> it's like a I would say, I, you listen. I, <laughs> gently worn. The cleanest I've ever seen. <laughs> no, really. Like the tread on the bottom, it's all there. Like yes. it's not worn down at all. Yeah. So, I mean, I would say, can you do a buy it now? You can do a buy it now. That's what I'm saying. I didn't want to put it too yeah. low. What size are they? If they're like 11, that's like perfect. It's yeah, universal. Average. Not average. These you know, are 10 11. and a half Trust US. Me. Trust me. I'm 11. <laughs> it ain't average. <laughs> really? Uh, 10 and a half. That's good. Uh, do yeah, Euro, Euro, they're 44.5. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. CM, they're 28.5. And what, what? BR, they're 42.5. BR in Baton Rouge, they're your 44 okay. size. Okay, and what's CM? CM is uh, capital of Maine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Craig Morgan? <laughs> um, do a buy it now lunchbox of... Do you, do you find any low ones for sale, Mike, online? Mm-hmm. Do a buy it now of probably $90. Excuse me? <laughs> 90? You only think we can get $90 for these? Well, they have been... If I were going to buy them online and they had already been worn... Well, like, go to like... A, let me look at Grailed. Hold on. Like, I mean, I just have Hold no on. idea. Let me look at Grailed. 200 Yeah, you would. But I That's also, I I also want to make money back from this. Because wh- how much money did I put in total? We put 220 Okay. And then we split when we get back. Okay, so... But if we get 90 from this one pair... What'd you, what do you got, Mike? Yeah, that's probably a good price, what you said. Low, Jordan. Did you type White Sox? Yeah, I just brought up jerseys. But you type in the cleanest you've ever seen? <laughs> Gently <they> born. <laughs> Pretty darn clean. Um, Black and white. Hold on. On Grailed, which stuff is always uh, used? Uh, I would Okay, put them at 100, Lunchbox. Buy it now, 100. If you want to do buy it now higher, you can. Do buy it now, 110. But you're not going to sell them for four hundred dollars if they've been used, and that's not a really tough. Like, 
Like I have those with the 45 on the back. They're a little harder to get because Who's 45? The, Michael Jordan when he played for the White Sox. Ah, that's right. And when he came back after the White, uh, that was the number when he came back for a little bit for the Bulls. Dang, I thought they would. <laughs> now I'm all disappointed. I thought we were gonna make a lot of money. What are those listed as, Mike? Do you know the name of those? Uh, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. They're not Jordan ones. Those are um, because Jordan ones are the old ones that you think of in your head. Yeah, the original. Yeah. Oh. Are you okay? Man, my stomach is killing me. Uh, let's see here. What was that? Co- what was that Starbucks you had? This is the thing I always have. I don't always have any Starbucks, but um, oh, that's cool. On the inside, it says "quality basketball products inspired by the greatest player ever." That's really cool. Is it? I like that. He's selling it, we, but we don't have any, any. We're not sending anybody there lunchbox. I, I'm just talking about. I, I never seen the. You oh. want to add that in the post lunch? I will. If it'll help sell. All right, show me the next one, and then we're gonna keep looking this. Oh, uh, you want me to go get the other ones? I thought you were oh doing Yeezys. No, no, the Yeezys. Do you have those with you? Yeah, hold on one second. Filibuster. Filibuster. <laughs> oh, this guy. Bones, you're not filibustering. No, I know. They're so they're like elevens. I'm just trying to see what they go for online. Jordan eleven. White black. Um, okay, so we're gonna load these up. We're gonna make our money back and then we're gonna buy another unit. Okay, here we go. If you wanted to buy this in a high top. One sixty nine ninety nine, unless they're the old two thousand eighteens, then they're like four hundred bucks. But I got a feeling that's not what that is. These are low tops, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mike, you see anything? Mm-hmm. So how much between like a brand new and like, versus gently used? This is uh, like what would you take off? Twenty bucks. Stock X, you could get it for two. But these are new. He's back. Hey, Lunchbox. What, what's on StockX? Well, you could get them on StockX, but they're new for like $250. Wow. See? So but they're new. Them. new. There's a big deal in new Brand and new used. and How much? Do this. List them at one. like new. No, okay, but like new is not the same thing as new. List them at $150. Buy it now. $100 off because they're gently used? Yeah. Yes. And then start the bidding at $70. Okay. Here my here's the first pair of Yeezys. Here you go, Bones. Let me get this up for you. And if you feel like you could do, we could get higher. You could raise that by it now if you want. Uh, those are good. Those are the pirate. I mean, those are almost, are those brand new lunch or uh, gently used? No, nah, these are these are more worn than the Jordans for sure. Not the cleanest you've ever seen. Not the. Cl- <laughs> no, I've never, I, so those look like uh. the. What does the tag say, Lunchbox? They don't have writing on them though, right? No. Is it three fifty? 350. No, 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 no. <laughs> Hold on. Style. The style. Because if they're the Yeezy Boost 350s, new, Look, they and go. And I have extra shoelaces for them. No, hear me uh, out. Not if, used. If you were going to get those new, they're like $1,300. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Oh so then God. sell them for 1100 Mike, look at those. Don't you think those are those are the pirate black? It looks like the pirate black 350. Yeah. Wow. So black one. is 350 written anywhere on those? Look in the tag, lunchbox on the tongue, and read me the numbers there. In Europe. <laughs> yeah. Skip the Europe size. Uh, US 11. No, not the size. Are there any numbers that are describing what kind of shoe it is? Yeah. Go ahead. It says male, male, art, F U 9006. Number one two three zero one six six zero nine. I don't know what that is. Mike, are you writing this down? Do you, do you know, can you type in a code or anything? I don't know. What do we reading. get like a UPC symbol? Like three off. Do read it one more time. Hold on. Easy code. Go ahead. Um one two three zero one six six zero nine. Okay. That Four. is it looks like the three fifty. Yeah. Bam. That's what I'm talking about. And you get them new for thirteen hundred bucks. That's what I'm talking about. So why don't you list those? Wow, these are more expensive than Jordan. What's the verbiage oh, on that? Oh yeah. What's yeah, the verbiage yeah. instead of gently used? Uh, slightly used. Slightly worn. Slightly worn. Uh, I would still say gently used. Okay. I'd say only worn twice into church on Sunday. <laughs> like when you buy a car, old lady. Old, yes. uh, hey, only person I'm worn was an old man. Worn to church on Sunday. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm looking at this Jordan box. Yeah. Like the and it says the Nike box and it says Jordan One, whatever that means. Uh-huh. And they bought these for two hundred and fifty-five dollars. 
Okay. That's not, I mean, that's, that's kind of where we are. Yeah. Especially if you yeah. list them used for what? 225. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's your business. This partner, is your partner, You guys, yeah. you guys talk know. about this. Lunchbox, let's the Yeezys buy it now for 500 bucks. 500? Yeah! What, I like that. What, si- I like that. what size are they? 11. It's good. It's a good number. Ooh, that's a good number to have. Do you have any other shoes Ooh. with you? Another room. Okay, I'll, I'll fill oh a buster gosh. for a second. I got only one more thing. Go get those. <laughs> Can you go grab everything from in there? I know. <laughs> no, no, Eddie, do you understand how many... Should I get I the bullets? We do- <laughs> I didn't know we were doing show and tell everything. <laughs> Let's do one Hello more. Buster. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, by the way, our Pimp and Joy, we're raising money for uh, uh, Anthony uh, Thompson. Thompson, yeah. yes. I don't have my sheet with me with all the stuff, but I'm telling you, he's in a wheelchair because an IED went off, and he needs to move around his house, and he can't do that. He lives in a house that was built for someone not in a wheelchair, um, and so he's had a brain injury and a spinal cord injury and so much more. Go listen to Wednesday's show if you can. But we are raising money to rebuild his house for him. And right now, we just put him up like an hour ago. We're at $33,000. So, counting on you guys. If you can do it. If not, we totally get it. But we appreciate you so much. We're building a home for a hero. Go to bobbybones.com. Although there's been some issues with the website. Yes. So that could be part of if you can't get on right now. So go on over. Find it. You can just go to the shop forward as well. If you go to the shopforward.com slash pimp and joy it'll take you right to everything and that's where that's where you know all the proceeds are going to building homes for heroes and this is our fifth hero to build for which is super cool because over the past five years like our listeners have just shown up in such big ways i'm back okay supported last one show me this one these these are more jordans these are cool let me see what they're i got it back when this shirt was new High tops. No so those look High like top. Jordan ones, but those may be what pretty size expensive. Those? those are cute. Uh, these are. They look smaller. What do you see on that? Describe them though, so for listeners watching, uh, they can't US see. US eleven. They're, oh. uh, you, okay, you don't say US eleven. You say they're elevens. These are cool looking. They are cute. White, black, and they have <laughs> yellow on the back, and they have some neon green. And like a little foam pad that sticks up to support your ankles. Jordan, I think those are ones. I'm looking from far away, yeah, right, Mike? The Volt Gold. Jordan oh. 1 Volt Gold. How much have they been worn? Not very much. I mean, if you look at the sole, I mean, all the ridges are there. doesn't even look like it has a couple specks of dirt, but that's it. What do you think, Mike? I see them listed for like 185 Yeah, 180 new. is what I'm seeing brand new. Guys, can you wipe that dirt off and just sell it brand new? You don't have, you don't have the box uh, and stuff? You don't oh, want to lie, dude. Yeah, you, don't, you do, but you can't yeah. get away with that one. Not, not with business, you don't. Oh, you don't? No, what, it, you've you, tried you to lie bad, so many times on stuff. But if you get a bad review on eBay, oh, then no that's one else will buy from you. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> um, I would list those if you get them 185 new. I'd probably list a buy it now for 90 bucks. Man. That's good, Lunchbox. Yeah. Especially if we're really trying to sell them and move them yeah. and not squeeze for 10 extra bucks. Well, I'm a squeezer. You want to get rid of the inventory so you can get your next yes. storage unit. All right, and That's then... That's true, too. Okay, you have any more? We'll move on. Uh, No, I don't have any more in here. <laughs> you got to go get them? <laughs> well, I mean, you guys keep saying one more, and then I go get one more, and then they come back, and you're like, oh, Why you did you not more? grab more than one? We just told you just get them. <laughs> I, guys, I only have two hands. Okay. okay. I can carry I, I, like five pairs of shoes at once easily. <laughs> Have you been in that storage hands? room over there? I mean, All right, it's we're, we're, done, we're done here today. Okay. Are we done here today or is he going to get more? No, he's I still there. Know. Okay. We're done. Okay. We're done. Flashback Friday. I do. Thank you. Last thing we're going to do. Oh, was that frustrating, Eddie? You want me to shut it down? No, I was hitting the flashback. <laughs> Eddie's ready to go. No, I'm not. I just saw the sadness in his face. <laughs> oh, another segment. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, we did a throwback Thursday on Lunchbox. Going to jail. We did a bit on the show. Got him put in jail. Do we have imaging for Flashback Friday? Flashback Friday. That's what I was hitting. On this day. What year was it? I don't know. Honey Boo Boo sent a mean message about Lunchbox on uh, Facebook. FYI, everybody asking and posting. Lunchbox was trying to say we didn't send him cookies. We did. His cookies were mailed a few days ago. When he sent his payment originally, we got it, but had no record of his order and had to call him out on the fan page. Once he replied back to us, we had to verify who he was, and he had the email Lunchbox. We don't want to send cookies to the wrong person that's claiming they're them. Here's the tracking number to see they've been delivered. 
tracking number 9114. It goes through the whole thing. There are your cookies, lunchbox from Elena Thompson mm-hmm. slash Honey Boo Boo. I, I remember that. Yeah. She came at you hard. I, no, I bought cookies for her, and a month later, I still hadn't got any cookies. And I came on here and said it was a ripoff that they're just scamming people that they get you to pay for them, and they never deliver the cookies. And then she wasn't having it. Kind of went, Honey Boo Boo and Mama June went after me a little <laughs> Mama bit. Mama June. All right. Hey, Eddie, we're done now, buddy. All right. Hey, there you go. No, I was hitting the drums. You can go about your day, No, I wasn't mad. You can go about your day. All right, that's it. Hope you guys. Eddie, show me. Oh, hold on. He wants you to see more shoes. Yeah, but, oh, my God. He went to get more? Oh, my gosh. Those well, are... you told me to go, I don't understand what, what? I'm supposed to Am I not supposed to get more? Am I supposed what to get What is that? More? You just said we weren't doing it. Those, Those are, are like a shark mouth? What yeah, What, what are, kind of shoe Jordans. is that? They're Jordans. I can't see. They're all black. Or maybe they're not Jordans. They're Adidas. Okay, <laughs> the baby Jordans sharks. aren't Adidas. Oh, my gosh. What are they? What is that? I, I don't know. Marvel. There's... Oh, there's some kind of Marvel shoe. A bit like a shark bite in the back. Mar- that's, says, Mike, that's that, that's that Superman rival? Issue number like. two. What's the guy's name? Superman's and Venom? And it has a little something Venom. on the Oh, yeah, like the Spider-Man. Venom mouth. Yeah. Venom Adidas, right? Yeah, it's Spider-Man. The Venom Close. Adidas go for 100 bucks. Oh. They're 147 on Flight Club. I oh, would 100. I would put them. Are they new or used? Oh, they're used. I'd do them for 50 bucks. Buy it now. Okay. He's not happy about that. Well, I'm trying to see what it says on the side. Jeez. Okay, we're done. That's it. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. We'll see you guys on Monday show. Dirks, Bentley, and L. King. Adam Sandler on next week. Also, as of right now, Hank Williams Jr. and Dan Auerbach from the Black Keys will be in together as well. Amazing. So that's next week. Mm-hmm. So uh, you guys have a great day, and we'll see you on Monday. Bye, everybody. Bye. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. This is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth, issues affecting the Latin community, and much more. Then every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community. Listen to Life as a Gringo on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.